What the Word of God will do, it's so powerful, is it really will change your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world. That's worldly thinking. It's the world's way of thinking. The world is is not nice in, in general, and, and, and we tend to be a negative, right? Oh, yeah. So just listen to the news. That's why I don't watch the news. It's all negative, 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 negative. Everything is always so negative. Well... Don't be conformed to that kind of negative thinking to the way of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2 says, so that you, you're the one that will prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Reading God's word transforms, it washes it out. Right. It scrubs all of those lies out, all that pain out, all that junk. It starts to bring healing to the soul, and it rids that, and then it starts to change the perspective the transformation of the mind gets to the place where I don't think that way anymore yeah. because I don't see myself as how my mama or my daddy said I, I was. By those, you'll never amount to anything. I don't see that anymore. My perspective changes. I'm no longer looking through the lenses of what that bully said to mm-hmm. me in high school or middle school. I'm no longer looking through the lenses of what that ex-spouse said about me by beating me up and with negative words and putting me down now i see myself through the lenses of god's right script of god's word how god sees me my perspective begins to change that's the transformation that takes place in the mind that is so powerful and that's when you get your peace back because you start to get healed from the soul wounds of the past and that's when those insecurities will will begin to lift so you will see in the word of god that you're a child of god Mm mm-hmm You'll see that you are loved. You'll see that you are forgiven because you're reading about the truth in the scripture. And when I see that I'm a child of God, when I see that I'm loved by God, when I see these things, then I'll start to act like a child of God. Mm -hmm. I'll start to talk like a child of God. I'll start to act like I'm loved. I'll start to act and walk and live like I'm forgiven. Yep. And then I'll be forgiving to other people because I'm being forgiven. It changes everything. That's why I love the lyrics to the song, Who You Say I Am by Hillsong, because mm-hmm. they, the, the lyric in there says, I am who you say I am. Right. I am not what those people said about me. That's not who I am. I am who God says I am. You are not what those people said about you. You're right. not what your mother or your father or whoever said about you. You are who God says you are. God says, I'm chosen. The line says, I am chosen, not forsaken. See, I am chosen. Mm -hmm. I'm not forsaken. I'm not left alone. I'm not lonely. All those lies that the enemy says, that's not who we are. And I love the lyrics of the song because it is true. I am chosen. God chose me. He picked me. He chose me. He chose you. He says you are a royal people, a chosen generation. He chose us. He loves us. I love the story that Pastor told in one of his sermons one time about an adopted girl. She was teased every day and um, because she was adopted. And mm-hmm. the kids in her school were just relentless with, with teasing her because you don't have a real mama and daddy. They would tease her, and she would get so upset, and she'd come home, she'd be crying and, 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 and just hurt by these words. And she, one day her dad asked her what was wrong, and she confided in her dad, and she told her dad what they were saying. And this is what her dad told her. He said, the next time they tease you, you go, and you tell them, you tell them your mom and dad has to take what they got. But my mom and dad chose me. Your mom and dad has to take you. But my mom and dad, they chose me. And those kids left her alone after that. But when she got the revelation that she was chosen by her father, it changed everything. And she got her peace back. And she was no longer affected by the lies of her enemies. 
And that's the same thing. When you understand whose you are Mm -hmm. and who your father is, you won't fall into the trap of believing the negative press and the lies about yourself that begin to rob you and will destroy you and take your peace away from you. So if you say, I don't have peace, then I can tell you what's wrong. Your mind isn't on God and it isn't on his word. Yeah. I know that's tough, but if you don't have peace, your mind is dwelling on the negative press. Your mind is dwelling on the circumstance. Your mind is dwelling on the problem, and you're not putting your mind and your focus on God. You're not letting the water, the the word of like it be the cleansing water that washes yeah. your mind. You're not letting the word of God renew and transform your mind. Remember, your thought life is powerful. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust you and all whose thoughts, whose thoughts are fixed. They're completely fixed on you, fixed on the Father. That's the power of the thought life. Yeah, you know, and I said at the beginning of the podcast that I really struggled with that for a long time. You know, my whole life I was told I was this, I was that, um, you know, and so getting scripture in is so huge. And it wasn't until you really, like, talked to me about that that I even knew that I could win it with scripture And, uh, you know, I couldn't win the battle of fear no matter how I tried, you know, like no soundtrack of music to listen to or, you know, like self-help motivational, like, you know, rest at night kind of things or, you know, my own devices never worked. And and it wasn't until I got scripture in my mind and really, you know, was able to like meditate on it that I got freedom. And so when uh, you sent me the podcast, I wanted to share the scripture of Psalms. 119, 15 through 18, that says, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Wow. When you stay in God's presence and his word, you know his goodness. You know his ways and you're not easily, you know, swayed by what people are saying or what's going on. And especially with social media, it's just constant bombarding of negativity and, you know, it's just crazy. And so if it it says in that scripture that you will delight in them. Yeah. You know, with when fear or insecurities, you know, come in and settle in. If you remember the scriptures or if you look them up on your phone or you text someone that you're connected to, you know, and you start reading them out loud, it will dispel the lies. It does. And that's why Satan tries so hard to keep us out of the word. Oh, yeah. He will do everything in his power to keep you from listening to a, this podcast mm-hmm. or to, you know, any kind of a podcast that's going to teach you the word of God, that's going to teach you the truths because he works in darkness and he doesn't want the you to be exposed to the truth and the light because the bible says that when you know the truth the truth will make you free Free. or set you free right and once you learn the truth you get set free and and if we meditate on his precepts and contemplate on his ways we find delight Mm -hmm. but see the world tells it the opposite the world says oh don't get into that religious stuff don't get into that bible stuff they're 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 nothing but intolerant and and and, oh my they're so judgmental and and who wants christianity it's all these rules but it's absolutely none of that is completely is is true at all satan is twisting what really happens when you really get in the word of God, you find freedom. When yep. you meditate on his concepts, his precepts, and his ways, you delight in his ways because mm-hmm. you find out the truth of his character and who he is. And Satan knows that. So Satan tries to keep us deceived. And that's yep. the problem with deception. We don't know we're deceived. And then we don't have peace because 
we're not meditating on God's right. precepts. And we, we, we're blinded. We don't understand. So Satan does everything to keep us out of the word of God so that we find freedom. Here's the deal. The only way that Satan can get into a believer's spirit is with his lies through our yep. minds. Your mind is the gateway. Are you going to keep the gate closed? <laughs> Are you going to put that gate down? Your mind is where he enters. He cannot enter into a believer's life any other way except through your mind. If you don't have peace, it's because you give yourself away to the influence of demonic forces yeah. that rob you of your peace by allowing your thought life to be influenced by the devil. Now all you're talking really weird. You're talking about uh. demonic influences. Let me tell you something. There's two kingdoms. There is the kingdom of darkness, and there is the kingdom of light. And whether you believe it or not, they're real, and they exist, and they're true. Look at all the darkness and all the evil that is in the world. Oh, yeah. You can see it. It's real. You can't tell me you don't believe in the existence of evil and darkness and the kingdom of darkness because it is everywhere. Look at the destruction and the wars and the murders and the violence and the and just what we talked about, the things that are going on in just, just around us. Even in our country, there's so much hatred and there's so much division. Look at the evil going on in the world around us. Don't tell me that you don't believe in the kingdom of darkness because right. you can see the evil. And if, the, if in a kingdom of darkness exists, then the kingdom of light has to exist mm -hmm. as well. And so <clears throat> this is real. And every thought that you have is going to fall under two categories. Your thought life, every thought you have will either fall under agreement with God or agreement with Satan. It's, there's no in-between. There's no gray area. You either Your thought either lines up with God's word and agrees with God's word, or it lines up with Satan's words and it agrees with Satan. So when our thoughts line up with God's word and his truth, and we are in agreement with God, and then we walk in peace, and we walk in victory, and we walk in freedom, right? But when our thoughts line up with Satan, his lies, and we agree with his lies, that's when we get into bondage, that's when we have anxiety, and it robs us of our freedom, and it robs us of our peace. How do you stay free? How do you get free? How do you overcome the temptations of the enemy? How do you overcome the lies of Satan? How do you overcome the insecurities? How do you overcome the depression? How do I overcome all this stuff? James 4, 7 is mm -hmm. the best practical scripture in the Bible. He tells you how. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. When I submit to God, that word means that I am coming into agreement with what God's word says about me. Right. Remember, two categories. I either agree with God when I think something, my thought will agree with God's word, God's thoughts, or it's going to agree with Satan's words, his thoughts. So by submitting to God, I'm saying I choose to agree with God, yes. with his thoughts. And I choose not to come into agreement because there's power in agreement. Right. There's power in unity. There's power in agreement. So I choose not to come into unity with Satan. I will not come into agreement with Satan. And so that's what you're doing when you submit to God. And when you when you get your thought life under agreement with God, and you're no longer in unity in, in thinking along the lines and believing with Satan's lies, then you can look at the devil after that, and you can say, I resist you, Satan. Now flee from me. Right. And you can rebuke the enemy. 
once you don't agree with him anymore. You have to come out of alignment of agreement with him in your thought life. So you can take when, a, let's say, uh, you know, you get bombarded with lustful thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you're walking through the mall and you go by Victoria's Secret. You're a dude, right? Or and you, you look over and they have that stupid posters you know in the window you mean you can't go anywhere and you see it that and you see that that poster and all of a sudden lust hits what do you do uh-uh i'm not coming to agreement with satan i will not think your thoughts i will not agree with you satan you turn away you don't even stare at it. you look away and you say i resist you satan i rebuke you now get out of my mind in the name of jesus i'm not thinking thoughts that are impure and just like that satan will leave right even if you do it out loud who cares if somebody around you thinks you're crazy and hears you kenneth hagan says it like this you cannot let your mind wander off anywhere you want it to and expect to have peace. Wow. You have to shut your mind to Satan and his suggestions and keep your mind on God and his word. Thank you so much for listening today to Discovering the Bible podcast. We here at Bridge of Hope exist to connect people to Jesus Christ and to each other. So we would love to connect with you on all of our social media platforms. You can head to Facebook and find us at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or Instagram at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or you can always learn more about us at our website at thebridgecincy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.